naturally occurring psychoactive compound, psilocybin, is found in over 200 species of mushrooms. Despite their millennia of use by humans for mental and spiritual well-being, they have been classified falsely among the most dangerous and illegal of substances. Locked away from those who need them most. The Psilocybin Chronicles documents the individuals who courageously consume, collect, or cultivate these mushrooms to improve the quality of their lives. Won't you join us as we welcome the return of psilocybin? Welcome back to Michael Meditations, Psilocybin Chronicles. I'm your host, Erica Osborne. And welcome back to the rest of Sheila's story. You'll hear more about Sheila's trust in the fungus and what she envisions as a psychotherapist for the future of psilocybin. And yet the amazing experience of feeling bonded to all life forms mm -hmm. also came out of all of this. Was this in the second trip you felt this bond? Uh, towards the end of the second trip. Okay. And then certainly the third one. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Should bring it, take us through the third one so we kind of finish So that. the third one, I had had a sleepless night the night before. I wasn't sure why, but I did not sleep the whole night. So I was thinking, oh, I wonder, you know, I was a bit wondering what uh, dose. And then I thought maybe I won't take a dose. And what I'll do is try and be in the energy of the other people, sit with them. And then I decided, uh... No, I will. Uh, I will. And I'll take a gram and I'll do it differently. I won't have eye patches. I'll sit outside under a tree by a rock wall with flowers and butterflies and situate myself in that perfect mm. experience of nature and bonding and, and, uh, and, uh, put me in touch with different things. It put me in touch more with the, uh, less the way back in the aeons of time and history and the formation of the universe and more in the sadness that runs through the veins or this you know i i cried a few times and mm -hmm. and had imagery implanted in the clouds and i played uh a very emotive music and i had a feeling of love a deep love for my ex-husband which i haven't been able to access love mm -hmm. for for the love we had and for the love i could still feel from him mm -hmm. um i was able to feel that and which has been impossible, and also uh, elements of sadness and estrangement from my eldest daughter. I I saw with much more compassion. Uh, so it was more moving through different flows of 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 feeling love, feeling sadness, feeling the kind of quintessential, you know, beauty tragedy of life. Mm, much mm, more on that level. Mm. And beautiful, again, visually, I was looking around saying, oh, this is, you know, the sharpened colors and the almost that CGI intensity of the, mm. it was beautiful. Like, and no, you know, just a more of a, yeah, the gratitude started pouring in, a little bit of exhaustion, a little bit of sort of, you know, having to stretch a bit and, and things that aren't normally physiologically I don't have and, and body heat uh but very different and very informed by the music informed by the visuals and it had an impact and who knows how much the, even the fact that i had slept the night before possibly opened me mm. in a different way i'm not sure well i'm what i'm really interested here and in picking out is you know these first two trips were more uh psychedelic yeah. just the weirdness the visuals the time travel etc 
the gram and a half or gram that you took yesterday? One gram? Just one, one gram. gram yeah. yeah. You got a lot of very coherent, down-to-earth, pragmatic information about family, yep. loved ones. Yep. Uh, so do you see, is, is there more value in one over the other is the question that I have. No. I f- think from my personal experience to have started the week the way it did, and m- like to me it was a perfect arc of flow mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. Yeah. to have that deep into the center of the earth then to have the traveling through time and then to have the the the, the last one moving into a different form of emotive cognizance mm-hmm. uh it was perfect for me perfect it worked beautifully for it's, me it's just uh, you, you've seen this week how everybody kind of gets what's just right totally it's so it's so it is so interesting that's why i love that that t-shirt the uh was it <laughs> trust the fungus love it <laughs> Yeah. That's a good saying. It is a good saying. It is. <laughs> I wonder if Paul would agree. Yeah, I, think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spoken with your daughter, the uh, psych- psychiatrist, no. psychologist? No, psychiatrist. Okay. No. You, you haven't spoken with her since we've been No, down I've here. spoken with the younger one okay. who, who will send texts of, you know, how are you doing? Are you sure? Is this okay? Mm-hmm. Is it like, is it everything you're hoping it would be? And so I know she's very keen for me to, she, she and I are very close. Uh, she's very keen for me to get back and she's one when I was mentioning today I don't want to sort of leave a room and have the people back there going she seems a bit different or you know mm-hmm. have that sphinx like quality in the middle of <laughs> where did mom go <laughs> she's over in the corner <laughs> so I want to return to to but I also think it's been a very private intensely uh, emotional and spiritual experience that I need my own distance to process mm-hmm. over time absolutely yeah and then that it goes back to that aloneness right yes. to have alone time totally do you, do you take much alone time at home? I'm alone a lot more since our marriage split because he was constantly around. So yeah, I do take alone time, and I'm always in the fine line with alone time. Of you don't want, I don't want to take too much because I mm-hmm. think that sometimes mm-hmm. that can be the then the descent into not necessarily productive mm-hmm. self thought. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but I do, I do, and I'm Good. I'm okay with that. And I'll certainly, again, as I mentioned in our sum up today, the the committing with with intention now contrary to all the other attempts to make meditation a practice Mm -hmm. you know committing to it i do daily um, journaling in the morning i do morning pages Mm -hmm. and i've created that habit over the last three years but my next thing will be the to to meditate Uh, Mm -hmm. i 100 percent believe that'll be what can take me back to Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or move me forward. Well, we kind of touched on cannabis as well. Totally. As a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be very interested. A friend, actually, a young friend of my daughter's gave me one of those, what are they called? Vape, vape pans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, that's sweet. And put it in my, I'm thinking I have no, don't have much in it. <laughs> but I will resurrect it because I guess it doesn't burn the throat. Yeah, it's I, not as bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Edibles, an edible cannabis, if you have any wine, can get you into that. Yeah, because it's legal in Canada. Okay, great. Well, it is. More like a psychedelic trip than smoking. Smoking cannabis comes on so fast and it can, for some people, it can induce panic. It depends on the strain. There's a lot of factors, but it comes on like that. Edibles. Where No, smoking. Smoking, yeah. Whereas edibles, yeah. over 45 minutes, you'll start to fill them and you can find your sweet spot with dosing and strain and you can really get to a nice like two-hour mini kind of trip, self-reflection. And I use that for meditation and yoga and really? Tai Chi all the time. So helpful to just touch back in that window. So how would one know what strength? Like when I go to visit one of these government outlets, yeah, they'll bring that's me where a menu. It's tricky, right? uh, yeah, so what do I say to them? Mm-hmm. I'd like well, something to assist me in meditating. I- yeah, you, you can – well, some, some places will be able to – 
point you in the strain through the, through the strain to certain semi-reliable outcomes, um, but the potency is so individual, or the the Reactive. sensitivity yeah. is so individual. Uh, so I would start. Most people start with like 20, 25 milligrams. Okay. Um, per item that you eat. Yeah, and that's where cannabis gets the edibles get real tricky because people can easily eat too, too much. Many. And be out there because a lot of times, especially when you're new to cannabis and your receptors aren't real real quick to respond, right? It can take a little longer to come on. So you think, oh, this is fine. So you think, yeah, you're like two hours in, and you're just like, oh, I guess I'm not getting high. I'll eat twice as much, and then three hours later, you're on the floor drooling, calling. Hey, we've had a guest that called ambulances to come get them. Thought they were dying because of marijuana. You know, so it's it's uh it does require some caution attention. And do you, sure. would you recommend one that's a different, like, do you, do you get the nuts that are covered with, or do you get brownies, or? Oh, me? I like what? butter, actually. That's what I prefer. Butter? Oh, cannabis butter is so good. I'll put it in a coffee, or I'll put it on a cracker, or put it on some bread, or just eat it off a spoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. You can taste. We Of course, we're in Jamaica, so we have a lot of access to cannabis, and Courtney will make uh, ganja butter, right? Yeah. And then she'll make cookies and stuff with that, but I kind of just prefer to let the butter melt in my mouth. Wow, it's so so good. Put it in if you put a teaspoon in coffee. Yeah, it is delicious. Okay. So anyway, there's all okay. all kinds of ways to use. Will they cannabis. ask me for specifics when I go there at the store? Will I don't they... know. Okay. Well, I've never been to a legal. Well, I've been to one legal state, yeah. and you walk in like this is what we got. How much money you got? So it wasn't it. anything like intentional to it, other than we intend to sell you weed. <laughs> and that's it, eh? <laughs> Canada's probably a little different, but yeah, it's I, like I don't going know. into an Apple store. So you have cheery young people meeting yeah, there'll you be menus. people there. Yeah, there'll be people there that can can help you point you in the right direction. So great. That's, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about uh, this as a therapy. So you came here. You came to psilocybin for therapeutic purposes. This was this was not a recreational no, event. No, <laughs> not a whole lot of it has been real no. fun. No, <laughs> no. And I've done so many different types of retreats because I'm a therapist by background. Mm-hmm. So I've done all kinds of you know, you know, every type of retreat. I've been in creative outlets. I've done writing retreats with other writers, and so I've done all kinds of retreats where it's like get in touch with your mm-hmm. self, whether mm-hmm. it's creative or your spiritual. Or this is very different. This is very different. Do you consider this therapeutic? Do you mean would I recommend it to someone as a form of therapy for them? Well, or I think that's I, so individual. It might not be for everybody, but has it been therapeutic for you is more the question. 100%. 100%. So let's talk about some of, I guess, I'm, I'm interested in some of the differences. I think I probably have a decent idea, but can you kind of talk about how psilocybin as a therapeutic tool versus uh, writing or whatever practices you've engaged with, how does it differ? Well, I mean, nothing in my for- life up to this point has allowed me to enter myself the way this mushroom mm. has. Like, I've never had this experience. I've never had this experience. Are these things, are these experiences that you've had this week, are they experiences that you have heard of before? Well, again, don't forget, I had a low amount of interest in all my mm-hmm, years mm-hmm, before when people mm-hmm. say, hey, have you ever done this? But not, in, not with psychedelics. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, even just with, um, you know, people talk about transcendental meditation and being able to get out of their body or whatever these kind of stories are that people have. Yeah. And, but to actually have the experience is a very different thing. Totally. 
I think I found a great degree of comfort. This sounds crazy, but I found a great degree of comfort when I was researching this in how much science there was behind it mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. much it's coming out of people's darkened basements mm-hmm. and coming into clinical hallways where they're watching it mm-hmm. and they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, all the documentaries of the death of Timothy Leary. And mm-hmm. now, like, mm-hmm. we, have we been foolish? Now it's 2020 and we're going, right. let's relook at this yeah. and let's see. What, and I felt very freed up with, with the amount of, of, very smart people spearheading mm-hmm. and studying this and saying, let's look at this again. Right. And you know what's else is really important that what? you brought up is uh, the ancient traditions around psilocybin mushrooms. 100%. Some of the oldest cave paintings, some of the before, yes. before written language, as you said. Yes. People were eating psilocybin mushrooms. I know. It's, it's part of who we are. I know. I'm really, really just super grateful for everybody, but I'm super grateful for you coming to this experience and, and making this part of your life. Eric, I, uh, that, that goes back to you a thousandfold on my behalf to you. Well, what does this look like as a, as a someone who has uh, been a practicing therapist um, and you're seeing and studying what's coming out of the research centers, what are you, and, and now having had your own personal experience, what would you envision for this as a acceptable therapy in the United States or around the world? What would that look like? Yeah, I was just thinking, because I've gone for many years with, for my own therapy. I've been, I spent 20 years, easily over 20 years on SSRIs. Mm-hmm. And I think this can be the most amazing tool for people to get out of their own way. Oh, God, yes. Get it God, out of the yes. way. Just let, you know, amazing yes. tool in the right hands with the right science with the right and i don't mean you know with a government official giving mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. here you can have your pill or whatever i just think as a form of of helping people live uh profoundly connected lives mm-hmm. there's just so many so much wastage of life force out there with people absolutely caught absolutely caught. that that vision that jessica had of that life force and there being enough for everyone and yes. they're, they're absolutely yes. is yes and what you're speaking to in connectivity and oh. what, what you know we we spend our time on these smartphones and connected yeah con- false connections 100 percent. and i think that this is actually coming at a very opportune time mm-hmm, with the emergence mm-hmm. of what we know about technology have, addiction yeah yeah i've really been thinking lately like if if i get some time to work on something that's not psilocybin related i think that there needs to be some serious t- energy put into Public education 100%. around the smart use of yep. smartphones. Hundred percent. They're a great tool. They're 100%. so helpful. I agree. But we are out of control with them. Right totally. Now. Children. It's oh just a tidal wave yeah. ready to cut. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. I think it's going to take sort of the 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 you know it's going to start with not you know with the thinkers or the people that are kind of on the pulse of of what's mm-hmm. wrong in our human experience. They'll be up there ringing the bells of like we we have to we yeah. have to look at this. I'm surprised nobody's sounding alarms louder right now. Me too. I'm uh, always surprised at that. But yeah, Me too. we'll see where that goes. Uh, but you know, at least there are alarm bells ringing around uh, psychedelics, which will open us up more to all of life and understanding I what's agree. good for us. Yep, and I think that's that fortuitous, uh, harmonious, uh, actually mm-hmm. combination right mm-hmm. now. If mm-hmm. psilocybin gets more and more visibility mm-hmm. and coming mm-hmm. up to our mm-hmm. human experience in conjunction with this choking us, yeah. and it could be or the in- environmental pressures that we're just re- refusing to really acknowledge on a global level. Totally. Uh, if we can really become starkly aware that we are killing our planet. Yeah. 
then yeah. maybe we'll actually do something to, to change it. Um, what about like, what about just imagining like the facilities? What kind of facilities do you think? And, and there can be any number, you know, just kind of just playing with the thought here. But I just heard so many people since be- being here mentioning, you know, when there's there's a guided ther- therapist who guide mm-hmm. sessions, how different it would be in a closed clinician's mm-hmm. room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a you know a mm-hmm. white wall and mm-hmm. you're this has been exquisite because you're you're in shangri-la yeah yeah and then you have this experience that you're you're you know, it does kind of nurture the mystical to no be, question yeah. no question to touch the grass mm-hmm. to look at the butterfly all of those but things. all this is the replicable wave. in the in the u.s if, if we legalize if we if we have the ability to design. So you're talking about not sanatoriums, but you're talking about having facilities that people can go to. Yeah, I'm trying mean, to. Right? What, what's it going to look like? I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of ideas. I hope, I pray to God that we don't try to, you know, squeeze every bit of profit out of this and turn this into skyscrapers of office complexes where people are going in to have a psilocybin less Ter- dose with blindfolds and e- earphones, and that's just how we do it. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Well, so. you know, th- I, I guess because what they're saying now with the the, prong- the various prongs that are showing efficacy for this drug, like from eating disorders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to nicotine addiction to PTSD to, well, and even just 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 getting out of your own way. That's, that's you, it. I think get that out that's of your way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much sums up it like does. you know, and that's what we all, we somewhat all of we just got in our own way, or overthinking things, and no. we develop these these patterns, and yeah. That's what I've also noticed. Uh, just, it's funny. It must be at a neurological level, but I noticed this week I have a very much a, a knee jerk habit, and I've had it for years. Of, of uh, if I drop the pen or if I do, oh shit, mm-hmm. that, that oh shit, that 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 immediate oh shit or oh, uh, fuck, oh yeah that, yeah yeah. I don't have that because I noticed today I did something or dropped something, <laughs> and it was just retrieving it, and there was not the oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> So funny that happens at some grade level yeah. that I wasn't even aware of. It. That and the absence of not having to clutch my future and plan it, pull it back close to me, and and I'm a compulsive list maker. I have had an absence of that, mm. and it doesn't matter what retreat I've ever been on. I still get into thinking futuristically. Mm. Okay, when I get home, I'll do this and I'll do this, and I'll. Do, I don't have that. So it really, wow. really, really, yeah keeps like that so because as you say that i'm thinking to myself what can you do to extend that state yeah but that's that's the problem right there yeah. is the problem oh. thinking ahead to how to extend the exactly state i noticed right that now. a few times in our discussion i noticed that a few times in our discussion <laughs> like, how do we keep right now I know. right now i know i know <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's like uh, Jason said, we get amnesia, we need reminders, you know, and it's what this, this tool is very helpful for, to yep. reminding us who we are yep. and getting out of our way. And I love the fact that there will be little visual or emotional or kind of sensory reminders as we go out there in our world mm-hmm. and we're living mm-hmm. back. I'm going to return to the East Village in New York. I'll see my daughters. But there'll be, I'll probably sit, sit having coffee somewhere with the dogs in mm-hmm. Tompkins Park, and there'll be something that takes me to that place where I was. Mm-hmm. And those can be powerful bumps. Oh, absolutely. Know? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, I truly, truly believe the necessity of the meditation moving forward. Yes. I do. I yes. do. The return yes. to self every day. And Yes. We've got to take time for ourselves. We spend, we're just 
so much going on out there, it's impossible not to become distracted from our center. 100%. So what's, what, what would your bumper sticker slash billboard? Good question. I got to say, I'm going to, I'm going to tag on to, to the creativity that preceded me and uh, trust the fungus. I thought that's what she'd say. (laughs) As soon as I heard that, I thought, wow. And I don't even like t-shirts. I'm going to get one of those. (laughs) It is a good one. It's a good one. It is a good one. It is. It's, says it all oh man and i guess you've been probably studied some of the mycorrhizals and the saprophytics and all the mushrooms that are that are Heard. impacting the environment yes. and benefiting the environment yes from stems yes yeah yeah god there's this is such a technology to employ unbelievable unbelievable well it's really it's it's a beautiful thing that you you know at, at this stage in your life are open to such a just weird thing you know i mean not just psilocybin of course there's all the research and all but you are taking this information that you're learning about mycology Mm -hmm. and you're assimilating it Mm -hmm. and you're fully on board with it Mm -hmm. um and you know it's just inspiring to see yeah i think that with i'm 65 and if i look around at friends and if i look ahead like in the next 10 years what you tend to see with people as they get older is a kind of calcification of the Mm -hmm, creative mm -hmm. side or calcification of the of the openness to change Mm -hmm. i just see it with friends Uh, a reluctance to be open to change i think is tantamount to sliding into not death but sliding into a homostasis like just remaining remaining and uh no stagnation stagnation who wants that no well you know the last thing i want to say is and and i think and i want to say this for the audience and for you and i've already mentioned it to you um three three uh independent solo traveling women um 50s and above came down here for this retreat and that personally it, it it i feel such like I am so grateful that we are trusted in such a manner, right? Mm-hmm. But I really want to commend you for your bravery because no matter what, I mean, you didn't even look at the website. Geez. I mean, you read some <laughs> reviews online. I mean, I guess that's that's really what it boils down to, right? What do the people that have been there say? Um, but no, I have an enormous amount of respect for all three of you who have traveled into a strange country yep. to do drugs with people that you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> which was the response of everyone watching my life i think the response especially older people <laughs> what are you doing i can only imagine yeah. i can only imagine 100 uh well i think i think that uh, the proof will be in the pudding as totally. they say yeah. yeah yeah i look forward very much to following your progress and you're gonna i, ho- I hope that you will be involved in our ever-growing new york group yes i plan to yeah, you'll for be sure. a great contribution to thank it thank you thank you well thank you sheila it's been thank wonderful you, Eric. it's been beyond all my expectations. Thank Excellent. you. Thank you. Sheila, stagnant is the last thing that I think you will ever be. <laughs> Listeners, as you know, I have the opportunity to meet and get to know some truly outstanding individuals. That doesn't, however, mean that they don't suffer or have burdens of their own. We all do. And it is in community that we find the capacity to share the load. And as for Sheila and all of the listening audience, I just want again to remind you and myself to reach out to community. Even if they aren't psychedelic, they will be when you get there. (laughs) The point is, and a consistent reminder from the mushroom to me is, that we're all in this together. Find the others. Circle up. Celebrate. Cry. 
share with each other the richness that is life in all of its joys and sorrows. Until next time, thank you as always for joining me on the Michael Meditations Psilocybin Chronicles. Was I like so?